Ernest, what's up? Y'all know I'm big on doing your research, sharing your research, and giving credit to where you found the research. But I always get asked the same question. Where do I start with the research? And the answer is easy. It's our sponsor, Yahoo Finance. Whether I'm tracking the daily movement of my favorite companies, doing technical analysis with their easy-to-use charting platform, or checking balance sheets, Yahoo Finance makes something very complex simplified. For more than 25 years, Yahoo Finance has been the brand behind every great investor. Whether you're a seasoned investor or you're looking for extra guidance, Yahoo Finance gives you all the tools and data you need in one place. They're the number one finance destination producing a holistic look at the financial news cycle, including breaking news, original editorial perspectives, analyst ratings, independent research, customizable charts, and so much more. You could actually securely link your brokerage accounts for a unified view of your wealth, including your 401k and other investments. A comprehensive perspective is what sets apart great investors. And it's how Yahoo Finance ensures you have the insight to look at your wealth in its entirety. With a community of over 90 million users each month, their real strength is helping you on your way to financial success. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit the brand behind every great investor, yahoofinance.com. The number one financial destination. That's yahoofinance.com. You heard me, yahoofinance.com. Don't wait, don't hesitate. I use it. You should go over there and start using it now. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. So, the first I'll take thing- Before we begin, China's gonna collapse soon. Next year, they're gonna go through a big recession. Uh, get careful, so, or be careful. So for those of you about to tune out, you about to go cook and take care of your kids. Keep your eye on China. Things are going to get really tough next year. My China, Go ahead. China will collapse. That all right? Let's get back to that later on. <laughs> they always alert. say it's not true. I know it's going to be a think piece tomorrow. Ian's wrong again. Okay, give it a few months. Michael Saylor, Bitcoin twenty thousand, said I was crazy. Said Michael Saylor wouldn't leave, and here we are. So let's get right into this. Um, Bitcoin hit 24,000. Uh, the highest price has been in two months. Uh, what price will it hit by the end of the year? Um, I think Bitcoin will probably get up to like 34,720. It's going to be a slow push up. Um, the world is like really just, and we'll talk about Michael Burry later, but the hedge funds, macro investors, institutional investors are just really resetting the prices that should be, they should be bought in at. Um, we are we kind of did like a dead cat bounce 
and we're like in the middle range. This isn't the best time to buy. We'll probably hit 34,000, some change, maybe get up to 35,000 and slide back down. But we should end up positive. We'll have some positive growth in Bitcoin for the year. S&P is pushing up. Everyone put in chat, what's the number I said we should hit for S&P by end of year? We're getting close there. Um, and I think by 2024, like Bitcoin will be back in that 60, 70, possibly 80 range. So you want to hold on tight, but it'll be, it'll be worth it for, for a few years for you to hold on to it. Okay. So we're talking about long, a longer term investment. Anything else you want to add to that? Yeah, I mean, we we could talk about Bitcoin, but we should also pay attention to what Ethereum is doing. Well, I'm going to Ethereum going next. Oh, I'm going yeah. to see if you want to talk about Bitcoin. Oh, no, I mean, obviously, it, it, it we, we say this all the time. Like, I'm not trading it, so it's a long-term investment. So the money goes in, it stays there. Um, but it's interesting. Like, some people who have been waiting, hopefully, like you said, uh, got into it when it got down to 19.9 or 19.7. Because even at 24, you've made profit. If it gets up mm -hmm. to 34, you've made even more profit. And profit, so yeah. we always try to figure out where's the bottom, where's the bottom. When it pulls back 60 70%, we've seen these, the volatility in it. If you've studied the history of it, you know that, all right, anywhere between 70 to 83 85% is a time that it usually hits its bottom. And so we got to that point. If your research said it, then you should have invested in it. But again, we keep it long-term. We're not. I'm not trading it. We stay, we're going to stay in the position. Yeah, I, I say Bitcoin and Ethereum are the two that you should hold long term. Everything else you should trade. So I know some of you like you hate every crypto. I don't. I just don't want you guys to lose a bunch of money. But Shiba, Doge, Luna, you know, all the ones that are not the top two swing trade those. And if you want to day trade them, day trade them. But Bitcoin and Ethereum, you should hold. I like the return. I think over the last 10 years of Bitcoin, if you held it, it's like 210,000 percent return. Yeah, something ridiculous. You can't argue with that. <laughs> so can't argue with the math. Yeah. Just hold. So, all right. So let's talk about Ethereum. The mighty, mighty Ethereum um, is back, has risen. Like the Phoenix is up 50%, I believe, this, <laughs> I know, this month. Yeah, yeah. Um, from the low. Ethereum 2.0 on the way. Mm -hmm. uh, Ethereum. Yeah. Is Ethereum good now? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Good question. Um, yeah, so it has risen again. Another just the same story as Bitcoin. Bitcoin we saw it pull back um, to a sixteen hundred level. Obviously, now it got up to two thousand, pulled back a little bit. But the news of that the the merge that's happening, right? So we, I think they gave us a date over the pat over the weekend, saying September seventh fifteenth is going to move from proof of work to proof of stake, which means more uh, less energy intensive as far as how they're going to produce less rewards being given and more of a, a proof of, of stake situation, which is obviously uh, going to make it a more efficient coin or a more efficient blockchain uh, to build on. Mm -hmm. And so that is going to happen. They say in the 15th to the 19th, they've already tested. I think last week they had the third trial of the merger and it went successful. And, and so uh, Vitalik came out, uh, I think probably over the weekend and said, so those are going to be the dates to look out for. So it, it had a nice ride. Like you said, it's up 52% from its lows. Uh, Ethereum is something that we spoke about, I mean, over and over. We talked yeah. about being the highway for all these blockchains, uh, these coins to be built on, especially from a, a usage standpoint. Um, so we're we're long, 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 long on Ethereum. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say something that I normally don't say. Um, I don't know. Um, so I'll give you guys a target. <clears throat> so 29, 54, 80. 
is a price target that we could hit. Um, I just haven't done all the reading, given the fact that I was sick. I haven't had a chance to go through like all of the reading and research. Um, I do think, well, if we'll look at once again, BlackRock Vanguard. And I know people mm-hmm. are like, hey, that doesn't matter. Last year, it was like they would never have influence. And now we see BlackRock and Coinbase start to have a partnership. You're going to see JP Morgan, Citadel, and a few others have a bigger impact on the price movement of Ethereum. Go check and see how big they're buying to give you an insight if it's going to do well. Like if the top five hedge funds are buying it like crazy, then um, it'll be a okay. So I'm not playing both sides. I'm just giving a price to where it could go by end of year. Um, and if you're holding it, you should be holding it for a five-year period anyway, as with any long-term investment. The, those are Bitcoin and Ethereum. I'll go on record are the only two I think you should not be trading. You should be holding if you believe in them. Yeah, well, uh, anybody that watches Market Mondays knows uh, I've been pretty consistent when it comes to Ethereum. I think it's the most important cryptocurrency. I think that it is... Why is that by chance? To play God's advocate. God's advocate. Because... <laughs> because because of it is 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 use right like you know things are built on the ethereum on the ethereum uh blockchain bitcoin is the most popular one but outside of of it being traded and outside of it just being bitcoin which is like the the, the brand name for cryptocurrency has kind of become like band-aid mm-hmm. um that's it where ethereum is a whole ecosystem within itself. And it's the largest one. They have competitors, Solana, different things of that nature, but there's still really no competition when you look at it. So being that it's the second biggest crypto, but a whole ecosystem and it's improving, um, I feel like it's the most important <coughs> cryptocurrency and will continue to be the most important cryptocurrency moving forward. And I feel like Ethereum's here to stay. Um, I don't think that it's going to collapse. Of course, it's going to have ups and downs. Cryptos have up and down. Like that's crypto. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't want up and down, then you can't invest in cryptocurrency. But long haul, I believe in. I believe in Ethereum. I, I have always believed in Ethereum, and I think that Ethereum will be here for a very long period of time. I'll say this too: if uh, we stay in a crazy interest rate environment and we stay in this like recession-like economy. While the market goes up and banks are more valuable, yeah, Ethereum will have a lot more value for sure because the banks will start to integrate it a lot more. For those you don't, you know, uh, get the take, go look at the episode that we had with BitBoy, um, which I think was a great episode. Um, yeah, Ethereum will be because every recession, there's new products, new services that are ushered in. Ethereum could be one of the ones that are integrated a hell of a lot faster. So when I was saying, hey, I think the banks are going to take over or maybe destroy his thesis was where they're going to use Ethereum to integrate it into the banking system. Um, So, yeah, if we stay in an environment where interest rates are high, tech stocks are down, Peloton underperforms. If banks do better, Ethereum is going to have a very important place in that banking system to help banks dominate even more yeah and the the low that i'm looking at here was in uh july 17th it got down to 993 and so mm-hmm. right now it's currently at 1886 so if somebody obviously entered that, that the the crypto space at that time mm-hmm. it made profit i mean i think we're right at the market it was around april may when it was 
teetering around 2000. Obviously, it hit its, its high at 4,800 in uh, last October. So just interesting to watch. But this is why we, we talk about being patient and understanding the volatility and understanding that this asset class is a little bit different than the market, right? Like these things are very volatile and it moves in a very fast way. But if you can understand the charts when you, you're trading stocks, then, I mean, you're going to have the same principles that you can use when you're trying to trade uh, crypto. It's just yeah. that it's a little, it's a lot more volatile. If um you guys need an entry, fifteen forty four seventy is a good place to get in. If you if you haven't got in already, as well, it's gonna slide back down. So, but that's a good place to be able to get in. And don't buy today. Wait for that price. Um, please put in chat. Patience is what pays me. So wait for those right prices, and you'll be able to get in and and uh, take advantage of the upside of it. Market and once them. again, this is for long term. So for those of you that are like taking my prices and remixing them and giving them to your cousin for a two day swing trade. This ain't it. I saw a lot of y'all in Atlanta. Man, you let me down. No, you let me down. <laughs> I, I said five years. I'm sorry. No gambling. No gambling. Hold for the long term. And, and here's a rule of thumb, just an investing period. Always, always bet on the ecosystems. So Amazon is an ecosystem. Apple is an ecosystem. What I mean by that is like if Apple goes down, it's not just Apple going down. All of the apps in the app store that rely on Apple, all of the like these are things that have to go down. So it's Our like economy will go down. Yeah. It's um uh, it's like Nino Brown. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? When it was like it's bigger than Nino Brown. Like when you some people are just too big to fail because if you take them down, everybody falls. Yeah. So I feel like Ethereum is that for crypto. Ethereum's too big to fail. And if Ethereum fails, it's going to have a tremendous ripple effect, even bigger than Bitcoin. Bitcoin will have a tremendous psychological effect, a tremendous psychological effect and a tremendous economic effect. Mm -hmm. But if Ethereum goes down, it's going to have a ripple effect across the whole ecosystem. So you have to look at it like this. There's trillions and billions of dollars invested into crypto, but mm -hmm. most of it is with hedge funds and institutions. So they have a vested interest for the whole crypto space not to fail. So being that they have a vested interest in the whole crypto space not to fail, they have to keep some coins up. Like Ethereum has to be caught until they have a equal competition that is willing to take it out. You can't afford for Ethereum to fail because it's going to be catastrophic for the whole entire space. And it's going to cost a lot of people money. And at the end of the day, nobody wants to lose money. You don't invest to lose money, especially at the highest levels. So yeah. Ethereum wow. is too big to yeah. fail. And even like from a dominant standpoint, I don't know if anybody ever looks at that, but I'm looking at it right now on coin market cap. I remember the days when Bitcoin dominance, the percentage used to be in the sixties and the seventies. Yeah. If you look now, it's at 40%. Yeah. Ethereum's at 20%. And so mm -hmm. that, that gap has closed substantially about those two coins, those two cryptocurrencies, about how much they affect the overall space. So that's interesting to look at. Yeah, I see what you did with the, the ripple effect. <laughs> Shout out. I mean, where else are you going to get New Jack City and Above the Rim in a show? I mean, Shout out to all the Ripple and XRP enthusiasts. They are here. Barry dumps all of his stocks except for one. Yeah. Uh, what should that tell us about what's coming in the market? So for historical reference, if you don't know who Michael Burry is, if you haven't watched the movie The Big Short, you should. Very, very times. He's the one that made billions of dollars um, shorting the market in 2008 mm -hmm. um, for the housing crash. So, you know, he became legendary for that situation. 
And um, now, obviously, anytime that he speaks, people take it very seriously because of what he, what happened in 2008. So he's he's, I guess, predicting that a very, very cold winter in stocks is coming. Mm-hmm. We've had a nice little rebound the last week or two, um, but he's 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 not feeling it. So what's the deal? Yeah. With so, yeah, I'm gonna let you just I'm gonna, I just want to like frame this up. Right. So. There was 13 positions that Scion had. That's the group that uh, his firm, right? They had 13 uh, uh, stocks that they uh, invested in. Google was one of them. They sold that off. Meta was one. They sold that off. The one that they did keep is called Geo Group. Mm-hmm. You ever heard of Geo Group? Uh, heard yeah. of Geo Group is a Florida-based company that invests and operates private prisons. Mm-hmm. So they bought over $3 million, $3 million in shares um, of the Geo Group. Uh, and since then, the stock that stock has gone up 12%, which is interesting. Out of everything to, to sell off, I mean, you had Fortune 100, like Google, Alphabet. You had Alphabet and you had Meta, which is another you know top 10 uh, as far as market cap. But you let those go and you kept the company that invests in private prisons. And if you ever, I mean, we've talked about this in detail um, about the impact that private prisons have on our communities for sure and how you know they profit off of making prisoners um so that's interesting i'll let you i'll let you go I mean, in I'll, I'll finish it up yeah uh, the the reason um well let's address the, the private prison thing i'm anti investing in prison i don't care how much money is involved i would never invest in the sector the reason why they did though is because it's an indication of who's going to be in office when election cycles turn over so if you talk to anybody politically, they're pretty much telling you like, hey, these next three to four years, politically, the landscape is going to change very aggressively and very fast. Um, but the reason why he sold off Meta, he also had an Apple short that he got rid of. Now we're just in the middle. It's not an ideal time to initiate any buys. So if you're looking to put capital to use right now, things aren't low enough to buy. They're not high enough to short, so we kind of just ride in, in the middle. But since crime is going up, we're going to have to change politically. Hate to say it, I don't see how Biden could win re-election unless The Rock runs with him and the current VP sits down. Um, and we can talk about the Trump thing later with the FBI, but they are potentially propping him up for a run again. Things are going to change very fast, and, and that's why I'm saying now if China collapses on top of that Next year, which, you know, I know some of you are going to be like, I'm a conspiracy theorist, but um, home sales are down 28.6% in China. Um, private investment homes are down 12.3%. So if home sales are down 28%, and I know everybody on Instagram, every realtor is telling you the market's still going up. No, it's not. China's our parent. So if they have the flu financially, we're going to get pneumonia next year or COVID-25, Right. And things are going to be bad. And we're going to go through a period for maybe two or three years where it feels like 99 through 2001, 2002, all over again, where we're just floating up and down and we're not having any breakout movement. Private equity um, is deploying capital a little slower. We're just not in a great economic environment. The great part is if you're an investor and you can wait this out, the number one advantage that we have as retail investors is that we can hold longer the most institutions. That's where all the money is. So we have 14 years of quantitative easing, free flowing money. Now the people that can actively invest and be patient and hold for long term are going to win. So when everybody was getting them easy option trade, y'all still trading options and all. 
Easy Pay. Easy Not y'all. I'm talking to oh, all oh, the audience. I'm about to say. Easy Penny Stocks. I know it was a little war and campaign against me. Hey, where we where are we now? Kathy having issues. You can't cycle through all those stocks and all those trades. Now we're going to see who actually can invest, but it's going to be a game of long term. So please look at the big picture, the macroeconomic environment. I know it seems scary, but this is the time that you want. Everybody in 2020 was like, damn, I wish the market would come down. Here we are. Now you get an opportunity to build for the future, suffer and sacrifice for two or three years to be able to get your family in the position that you want to be. And if you're scared in this market to invest, either you have not listened to me or you have not done your research. That's it. And yes, listen to Michael Burry because damn near everything he said and predicted has come true. So, all right, let's talk about this um, China situation. Since you ref you referenced China a few times so far this show, oh, you said China at the beginning. You said China will collapse. You want to put that into context? I'm a, I'm gonna give you opportunity to put this into context. Mike, clip this up. <laughs> China gonna fall. <laughs> So I'm gonna do like all the spicy. Wait, so wait, I, wait, I, I've wait, learned. What's the first healed. domino, Ian? Is is it is it is the housing market? Yeah, it's the housing market because they're going through what we really went to, through in 2007 and 2008. Like two things. I told you guys last year. Now, if y'all don't listen, that don't have nothing to do with me, baby. <laughs> Evergrande, number one. Now, if the following four, two through five fall apart, and now if you saw a couple weeks ago. They had military trucks in front of the banks saying, you can't take your money out of our bank because that is considered an investment of ours. What is that call for those of you who work in the financial industry? So now if you can't withdraw money and the real estate market is soft, to say the least, and then you got SoftBank who was throwing money around like uh, they were spending money in Magic City into all these startups. And most of them didn't do well. What does that tell you? They are just they went through a cycle of growth of uh, grandeur, how we went through in 2007 to 2008. And now they're going to pay the price. And now because they own a lot of our debt and intellectual property, we are going to feel it as well. So I know people are not going to agree. My job is to not tell you what you want to hear. My job is to tell you the truth. And let's be very honest. Put yes in chat. If you've heard me say crazy stuff like this before, before every hedge fund before Buffett. And then three months later, it's like, yeah, this is why the market is falling. You'll make a lot more. Just listen. I'm be real. Just listen to what I tell you. If so, not, if not, the people who say that I'm wrong, tell them to put some money in your pocket. If I made you money, let me get yes in chat. <laughs> We're going to end all debating. I know everybody wanted a debate show and y'all want to do million dollars worth of game stock edition. No. It's <laughs> a big show here. <laughs> the big show. The big show. The biggest. The biggest. I clipped this up. The big show. Uh, okay. <laughs> Hot take. Ian. It's database. Evergrande is bigger. But when you when you say collapse, yeah, I mean, what do you actually mean by collapse? Because that's a very Ian. This is something Ian. This is this is China, bro. This is the this is the world's strongest economy in the next ten years. This is gonna be. This isn't this isn't just a regular country. This is China. Mathematically, if a country or any entity, like at what point, how much risk and how much leverage can you use before it has negative ramifications on? your GDP or on your business. There's no business that is too big to fail. 
No country. We That's see true. it with our country right now. That's true. America is a America's Hulk Hogan right now. Last Rick Flair. Woo. Nature boy. Was that in the 80s? Not right now. Hanging on by a thread. If we took Apple away, Microsoft, Google, man, we'd be third world country. It's scary. But third, when you miss, third world country, third world country. Take Apple and Microsoft <laughs> and Google out of our economy. That's top, like that's top four in the world, though. I mean, what, what what is the GDP? Someone put it in chat. What's the market cap of Apple, Microsoft, and Google? Subtract that from the GDP. What percentage of GDP do those three companies add to our economy? Uh, is America better now than it was even twenty years ago? Those are all billion dollar companies. Well, that's like saying that's companies. like saying if, if you take LeBron James and and Kyrie Irving and Steph Curry away from the NBA. I mean, if you take the best, yeah, of course. Like that's yeah, yeah, but but, but look at it like this. The rest of the S and P is Eric Snows. <laughs> I, shout out to Eric Snow. Eric Snow cousins, I don't want no issue. I'm just yeah, saying shout out, to, shout out to Eric Snow. Shout out to Eric Snow. But like there, okay, even when we get to talking about Bitcoin, Ethereum, Algorand, XRP, these are coins. Like these are there's been more innovation in the coin market in the last five years then there's been innovation in corporate America in the last 50. Even Tesla. Without Elon, Tesla's a, a cute Ford. He's the driving force behind it. If, if Vitalik ran Tesla, nobody would want a Tesla. Yes or no? Yes or no. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody thinks these are hot takes. <laughs> L- you know, listen, go and Josh will say the same shit, and people will be like, "Oh my god, it was Jesus!" Oh that, 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 no, um, just take this shit as law. Fifty first law, right here. <laughs> nah, so I mean the the, ra- the ramifications, right? I mean, obviously, too big to fail. So I'm thinking, like, obviously, we saw what happened when we had economic downturn. The government does whatever it takes. Yeah. I'm assuming. I mean, from China, they would probably do the same. But I want—I know most people are wondering, like, obviously, their uh, housing market, how is it going to affect ours directly? Their banking system, how is that going to affect us here directly? Obviously, yeah. we don't bank with China. It's not even something that that's, that we do. So how will it affect, I guess, the average American uh, if that does happen? If um, they have a pullback. And when I say crash, I mean, I don't mean collapse and then they're going to go like, they're going to fall apart. Like they'll, the economy will be down for two or three years and then they'll initiate like a, a bailout package as well. And then things will be fine. So I don't mean like they're going to collapse and then fucking fall into the ocean. My graduates from my school being Forbes, bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done.